Death is one of those ever-present realities. We, we see and experience it all the time. And for some reason, our culture doesn't really like to acknowledge this reality. We try to keep ourselves as separate from death and the dead as we can. I remember the very first dead person I ever saw, the, the, at least the earliest I can remember, was probably my great-grandmother. She died when I was about 12. And at the time, she seemed impossibly ancient. She doesn't, from my perspective today, that doesn't seem quite so ancient. I won't tell you how old she was, but... Um, uh, that was the first time I ever saw anyone who had died. And you know, I've been to a lot of funerals, and generally speaking, you know, if they have a body, people will walk by and they'll go, they look really good. <laughs> and, and I know they mean that as a kindness, but the truth is that, that they don't look really good. I mean, no matter how good the makeup is, or the hair, or, you know, the beautiful clothes they may have on, however lovingly the, the undertakers have prepared for the funeral, we can tell when we look at the dead that they do not have life in them. They're altered, they're changed, they're different. That spark, that, that something that makes us alive is missing. And we see it and we feel it. And I think probably to a certain extent we probably even fear it a little bit. Because we see ourselves, the possibility of our future. In fact, the inevitability of our future when we spend time with the dead. Now, I had the opportunity, really the grace, that when I worked at the hospital as a chaplain, I spent a lot of time with the dying and the dead. We called it decedent care. Taking care of the dead was an important part of the work that we did. And I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to spend time so much with those who were leaving this life and those who had already gone. I think there's a real power in taking care of our dead. Because when we, when we do that, we of course we acknowledge the life that was, even for people we don't particularly know well, taking care of the dead is very life-giving in a strange sort of way. And as Christians, of course, we, we understand that, that taking care of the dead is important because because we believe and hold on to the promise that the mortal death that we experience is not the end of our existence. That Jesus' resurrection is a foretaste of the kingdom to come in which we will participate along with all of those we have loved and lost. So, so death is something that constantly surrounds us. It's a, a reality and the inevitable endpoint of our own lives. We are all dying. But Jesus, in these stories, tells us and reminds us that the death we experience isn't the end. We heard in the wisdom of Solomon that death is, in fact, not even a part of God's intended purpose for us. Death is not part of God's creation. That God is ultimately a creative and life-giving God. And that we, created in God's image, are also meant to be creative and life-giving. 
that in these stories of Jesus' healing, the healing of the woman with the hemorrhage and the, and the uh, uh, reviving of Jairus' daughter, are meant as acts and symbols of that very promise that, that our lives do not end at our mortal deaths. And so it's important though to remember that Jesus' resurrection and his promise of salvation is not about me as an individual or you as an individual. It's not about our, our individual transformations and, and, and uh, resurrections. That what Jesus is interested in and is trying to tell us over and over again that the salvation that Jesus offers isn't personal but communal. That we are all saved. Jesus didn't die for me, he died for us. And as Christians and followers of Jesus, we are called and invited to take part in actions that are life-giving. Because all of us face choices in this world. And there are some choices that are death-dealing. But there are others that are life-giving. And the power of, of evil that, that pervades our lives, that offers us the options of death-dealing are as ever-present as death itself. They are always with us. But at the same time, Jesus is also always with us, with his promise of life. And as Christian people, we're invited to take up this, this life, this abundant life which we've been given and share it for the benefit of our community. To partake in actions that are life-giving. Not, and not just for us. Not things that benefit just us. But things that are life-giving for our whole community. For our whole world. We're called to, to be stewards of the creation. To take care of the environmental resources that we've been given. So that the abundance that, that sustains our lives will be there for all future generations. We are called to, to look after the needy in our community. To share from the abundance which God has given us. And entrusted to us. So that everyone we encounter might not know want or privation. We are called to be people who hold up peace in the face of violence. To not descend to the level of eye against eye, of taking revenge and retribution, but to be people who seek reconciliation, who seek justice and not oppression. All of those things that we partake in are life-giving, so they're from God. And so it's important for us as Christian people to, to hold on to Jesus' promise, not because of a promise of personal benefit, so that we might be unafraid, even of death itself, to make the life-giving choice in the moment when it matters. That when we are confronted with the evil and the darkness of this world, we are unafraid to stand up against it, to recall the promise of our Lord and to stand in the light. Life-givingness is God's fundamental character. That the creator of the universe is a creative, life-giving God. And when we participate in the life of God as followers of Jesus Christ, we, we also are entrusted to be bringers of light and life in the world, to be creators to seek the good of not just ourselves, but our neighbors. To love God with our whole selves and likewise 
to love our neighbors. That's Jesus' command to us. Be people of life. Choose the life-giving choice. Stand tall against the powers of this world that deal death. And be unafraid because Christ is always with us. Amen.